What a piece of junk. This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you've found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk, and Wind Killer Inc. We would be honored if you would join us. And welcome to the 261st episode of the Shattered Order Podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk, and with me as always is my good friend, Wink. Wink, what's going on? Oh, not not a whole lot. Kind of same thing as always, just sitting here, uh, having a beverage, chilling on Friday night, ready to talk some swagger. That's about it. Probably not Friday night when most of you are listening to this, but hey, that's all right. Yeah. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. I was, uh, I'm kind of concerned about what's going on on the Twitch because I was watching a random uh, TikTok today and uh, it was one of those things where it was like, everybody's welcome to check out my Twitch, blah, blah, except for you, Hoss003. And I was like, I don't understand that reference. And now we've gotten like 10 Hoss people following us in the last three minutes. So now I'm scared of what's happening on our Twitch. So we'll see what happens there. I, I do not get it. but <clears throat> It's bot, uh, bot spamming, bot uh, all kinds uh, of bad things for your Twitch. So let's hope it stops. Uh, Douchebag. Um, yeah, exactly. All right. Well, anyways, uh, welcome everybody. We are here. Live on Friday night, like usual, uh, ready to have some fun. Unfortunately, no GAC tonight because there's no GAC at all. Um, I was, I didn't even know what week it was at GAC. I was ready to join it on the day we were supposed to join it and never pop back up. Weird how things work like that. So I'll be ready on the next yeah. one. All right. Sweet. Well, I assume next week we'll be talking about uh, new GAC feeds. Hey, I got a question for you, real quick, about GAC. Uh, Did you get okay. the uh, the new um, profile pictures? I don't know. No, what they had a new pictures? old Ben one, and they had the one of that. Uh, I wanted to call it a Horcrux, but it's the uh, the Sith triangle oh, the thing. Holocron. Yes. Did you get those? I managed to actually get them uh, myself. I don't remember. Uh, I, maybe, maybe not. I think I might have got one of them. I don't really remember. Yeah, I was fighting a auto defense, so I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna get all of these portraits right now. Screw. It. I'm not. I know I'm gonna win anyway. Half the time I, I forget, forget them. Yeah. <laughs> I think I got them too. on my last one of the entire uh, 
GAC. So. Dude, I forget to set defense so many times this past GAC. It's absolutely ridiculous. Oh, one other thing, guys. I apologize this week. If I sound super stuffy or if I have to blow my nose in the middle of the podcast, I'm sorry. My allergies are wrecking my ass. It's terrible. So, <laughs> during the, uh, heads up. the muse, during the countdown, I could hear you starting your motorboat in the hall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, the Beagle was that Beagle Squadron or Golden Leader? I swear to God, man, <laughs> Gold Leader is she's growing too fast. She's she's a freaking horse now. She doesn't realize <laughs> that she's like towers over the Beagles, and she just gets a little rowdy. Like she'll she'll put her massive maw like around their head. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, quit it. You can't chew on their head. Like, she <laughs> she doesn't, like, hurt them, but she pisses them off to no end sometimes when they don't want to play. So it's just, we're trying to get her to figure out that she can't do that. So, yeah, it's just. <laughs> you cannot eat your brothers and sisters. Or yes, brothers. basically. Yeah brothers yeah it's okay. uh it's been a circus around here nice nice uh it's not hot so we have anymore happy with that oh the weather better yeah somehow this year i've escaped the allergies i don't know what happened but must be yeah, all must the be nose nice. waxing ah yeah <laughs> well yeah, the nose hairs don't have anything to do with mine. I almost took a Benadryl, but then I was like, eh, if I take a Benadryl, I'll probably have to cancel the podcast because I'd go to sleep. Fall so. asleep. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, for not sure. good. Um, so before we dive too deep into the Swoga stuff, I, this isn't on our show notes or anything, but I, I, have, I just have to ask, are you a fan of The Matrix? Um, I was when it came out. I don't think I've watched it since maybe two or three years after the last one came out that's probably the last time i saw it did you see the trailer i did see the trailer it looked pretty pretty good i have very mixed feelings it it's it looks like so i don't remember how the third one ended at this point so i don't know like why he looks like he's back in the matrix and has forgotten everything are they is a reboot or a continuation no, it is a continuation. It is the fourth movie. Um, but he does effectively like go back into the Matrix kind of at the end of the third one. That, that, that's a whole nother deal. Uh, the <laughs> sequel's not great. But here, here's my concern. Um, it, the, the, and the reason that I bring it up is, I mean, we do obviously talk Star Wars and movies to some degree, but the thing that I thought was a really interesting connection here was The Force Awakens. Because I watched that trailer and that was the first thing I thought of. Is it looked like all the scenes, the highlight scenes that they hit, it it looks like the first movie. They're taking all these key parts and hitting them again. It's exactly what the... The Force Awakens did off of the original Star Wars movie. That's yeah, why I thought yeah, it was a reboot. kid in the desert that goes and blows up the thing. Like, it just... Like, I'm curious to see what they do with it. I hope to God 
that is not the route it's actually going but I am concerned. However, I will say this. It at least makes more sense in The Matrix. They, like, the backstory is that effectively. Like, that The Matrix has been destroyed and rebuilt multiple times. Like, that is part of the culture of that movie. So, at least if they did that, it would make sense. Why they did that in Star Wars, I have no idea. That's all. It uh. It's been so long since Matrix came out, even the last one, that when I saw that it looked like the first one, I'm like, oh, they're just catering to a new fan base while trying to keep their old one, basically. That's kind of what I thought. But there's been half the first half the first. I was pretty excited. It looks good. Honestly. It does look good. I was more excited when they dropped the uh I don't and this I think this was before the last podcast, but the Spider Man, the new Spider Man trailer looks freaking bomb. Oh. oh. Do you rem- if you ever watch the other Spider Mans with Toby Maguire and uh Andrew Garfield, I think you're gonna like this trailer. The Andrew Garfield one was the only one that was tolerable. Dude, thank you. Every time anyone has this argument, who is the best Spider-Man? Mine is Andrew Garfield. No one ever agrees with me. We agree so, on something. So there are pe- so hold on. So there are people that think that a- Andrew Garfield was the better Spider-Man, and then there are the people who are clearly wrong and think Tobey Maguire was a better Spider-Man. So you know, it, that's just the way it works. Um. Now, uh, Joker mentions it in chat. I haven't actually seen it. I've heard about it. But apparently it is a PlayStation 5 exclusive that KOTOR is returning. Dude, I got a PS5. I'm in. Bring it on. I've never played it all the way through, so I'm ready. When does it sound? Sounds kind of interesting, actually. Let's see. What's a date here? We got a date. No, once there's oh. a date, I'm pre-ordering it because I want to actually play this game. I, I do too. I bought like it it'll for be like awesome. $10 on my phone or something, but I've never played it. I have it on Steam and I still haven't played it because I just, I have a, That's what I have sometimes on I, Steam. I have a hard time going backwards in graphics and enjoying myself. Call yeah. me a first world problem, but. Uh, well, I don't, dude. I I've, I recently played through Torok Dinosaur Hunter again. Dude, that <laughs> game is fantastic. I love it. So much fun. Anyway. You could give me NCAA 2014 and I'd play that all day long. So, I can do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I played that game a lot, too. Back Dynasty mode. Good. Yeah, That was the best. All right. Well, let's move along. <laughs> hey, guys. What did you do in Swoga this week? Excellent I think you hit the wrong sounder. Well. Why? Because I had the poll next. We'll do well, it we'll after do what we did this week in Swaga. <laughs> well, I was going to say, we'll do this our week in Swaga and then transition into the draft as the final part of the segment. I like it. Let's because see. my week in Swaga, there wasn't much. I took Hunter to gear 12, and that's pretty much literally the only thing I've done. Um... I am very thankful that my fleet arena holds really well uh, because I have not 
I have not spent much time in Swaga lately. So that that has just made things much easier keeping up with the crystals. And so that's kind of a relief. I love having my executor. It is absolutely fantastic. Um Nice. The other thing is Conquest. I am working on Conquest. Currently, there are, what, uh, four days left. I am at 543 uh, tickets. So, I'm super close to the next-to-last box. I'm not sure if I will hit the red crate or not. There is a chance I will. There is a chance I won't. Who knows at this point? I I, I don't know if I'll spend the time to min max all the tickets and actually get there and everything i think i have a pretty good chance but i don't know we'll see um not too terribly worried about it uh what about you well as far as conquest goes i have been slacking in it i'm not maxing energy i'm just using it when i get it i haven't really used refreshes i've just been I don't know. I don't know if uninterested is the word, but I've just been putting it off. And now that I know that there's only four days, I'll probably blast refreshes the next few days just to get to the box I want. But I like the uninterested word. That's not how I would describe myself, but lacking interest, I think, would be appropriate for me. Yeah, it's 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 still fun. I, mean, I still have fun with it, but yeah. I've had some of these new enemy uh, teams... When when you've got enemy teams now going before your Galactic Legends and killing off a character before you even take a turn, now I'm having issue. And that's in Sector 3, not even 4. So I, it, that was never happening before to me. So have I either you got have my data disc. leader disc? I have three of them on. There's no way three that this should be discs? happening. Yeah. yeah. There's no way uh, that people should be going before my Galactic Legends. To. So I don't know what the issue is, but it's bugging the shit out of me. So. No. Yeah, I mean, there are definitely some of those comps that are pretty, pretty hard. Um, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, so I'm at 180 out of 240 right now. But I'm really close on a lot of feats. And basically what it's going to come down to for me is A, Ooh, finishing off to all the... sixty-five. Uh, that will get you I'm the looking, slicing material. All, I actually want this one. Uh, because it has the highest amount of cat shards you can get at 25, and that is the 460. And I'm only at 180, so I got a lot of catching up to do with feats and shit. But yeah, yeah, I oh, yeah. my cat is at 280 out of 330. Plus, I need the every one I've been buying the crystal cat shards and the uh, and the uh, buy cat shards. So, so I don't know if I'll get it at this one, but I'll be close. So here's the problem with this conquest in particular uh the change to 20 energy leaves you very very little room for error and you have to refresh like if you're not doing refreshes you're gonna miss the top couple boxes i I mean it's just you you kind of have to be gung-ho over through the whole thing like missing Mm -hmm. any energy can be kind of costly no, it just it it really just vampires the fun out of it like just scrabs it by the neck and sucks the freaking fun right out of the bastard, and it it's so frustrating because it's a it's a great game mode. It's a lot of fun just because of the interesting things you can do with the data disc and team comps and that sort of stuff. It's really fun, but God, I hate the twenty energy. It is just such a I, colossal mistake, in my opinion. 
I hate that their decision to make it take longer was based on a small percentage of players that were doing it in the first few days. The old version, I did it over the entire two weeks to get to the box that I wanted to at my own pace, having fun with it. And then they're like, oh, well, there were like five to seven percent of people were finishing it in two days. We got to make this longer. Why? I don't understand it. And I don't know us. I don't know more than five people that were spending that many crystals to get it done in two days. And if they were, they make that decision. They didn't want to play it over two weeks. I don't understand why they had to lengthen it for that five to seven percent. Let's pretend that that's about where it is because I I don't feel like it can be any more than that. Then everybody else gets screwed. I I just don't understand it. It drives yeah, me nuts no, because I, mean, I liked the timing on the old one. Let's be honest. It's all about the dollars. So it's, I mean, that's kind of the entire point, just to make more revenue. Before, it was super easy. Like, I could get the, I'm not going to say super easy, but I could get the top box and not do any crystal refreshes. That's not the case now. Uh, You basically have to do all your 50 crystal refreshes, say for a couple days probably, to get the max box now. So it it does. It actually costs a decent amount of crystals in order for you to get the top tier box. And I think that is the primary thing they were wanting to go for. Um it you know, increase the the length that people are engaging with it because that as we know that is a metric that they do seem to care about is time and game. So by adding more feats Increasing the tickets needed uh, and boosting the energy up a little bit. They thought they could kind of balance it to where people who really want to could do the 50 crystal refreshes each day and get the top box without too much fuss. And I think they did a good job of that, assuming that was their goal. The problem is I think that's a terrible goal. Uh, I think there should have been more leeway. I, I'll be honest, I would even mind more feats than we have now. I actually think the feats are super fun. I kind of like the just messing with them and just the challenge and some of, some of that stuff that comes along with the feats I think is super awesome. I really enjoy that. I think that's good. Uh, it's It's a good progression for the game mode. The problem is... It's that 20 energy, man. To me, that is just the... That is just such a freaking racket. Uh, You know, especially when you start talking about it's 7 energy to remove a data disc. You know, you start messing around very much and trying to adjust things. And you can burn through that energy. It's a 33% increase in energy cost, which is insane while also boosting tickets as much as they did like i said i thought i expected a change like that of some sort just because before i do think it was a little too easy they needed more incentive for people to spend crystals i get it like that's not what i have an issue with but i just think the way they did they did not do it well um i think could be adjusted i think going back to 15 energy and then adding back maybe a few feats to find a middle spot there that's not quite as bad as it is now, but allows you more attempts because that's part of what's fun about the game mode 
is the attempts. The 15 energy just allows you to play it so much more. And I think that's a huge benefit. So, yeah. I This is what really made me mad today. My game crashed three times in the middle of battles in Galactic Battles. Or in Galactic Conquest. So basically 60 Ooh, energy gone. Plus all my stamina. That's what made yeah. me mad. No, yeah. that pushed me back a little not bit. Good. It's all good. I'm doing what I can. Try not to uh, worry about it too much. I have bigger, more exciting things going on this week. Um, Do you? My Jedi what Master Kenobi is has his ultimate as of 1 p.m. this afternoon. Oh hell yeah, bro! Yeah, that was so freaking quick, dude. And by the way, that was so dumb of me to try that uh, title, uh, the seventy ticket title thing on uh, Gear Eleven, because the second I was in the relics on him, it was uh, stupid easy. Just destroyed it. Um, yeah, I got him at Relic Five. I got the ultimate now. Um, the problem I'm stuck at Relic Five is because when I was getting everyone reliced up for uh, to do the event. I used all of that Electrium Conductor salvage stuff I had. So now I'm trying yeah, to build yeah. that back up to uh, get to Relic 6 and 7 at least. So, but mm. yeah, my uh, my uh, Jedi Master Kenobi is looking looking good. So, having fun with him actually. I like it. Finally enjoying it some arena. I haven't used this ultimate yet since I got it, but. Been using him. You, you need to get fun. that. You need to get that cat remodded now. I do. Yeah, I, the mods that are on him were like thrown on in like twenty minutes to try to get into GAC with him and not forget. So yeah, he definitely nice. needs remodded. Yeah. But yeah, that's awesome. uh, that's that's pretty much been my week is working on Jedi Master Kenobi because I had to f- farm so many Kyrotechs then. Uh, then working on uh it was pretty awesome i was able to use the double drops on on god why can't i speak tonight i was able to use the double drops on relic material to get the 100 or 75 of the green ones uh 115 of the blue ones and then the light blue ones it was just super easy because you know they have a what is it 100% drop rate with the or over 100% drop rate yeah, so, it's like hundred and thirty three percent ish. Yeah. So those came pretty easily. I have all the I have all the relic material. I need to get them to relic seven. I just gotta get those pieces. So yeah, pretty stoked. Pretty awesome. I have literally no idea what I'm gonna do now. Uh the I'm farming light side, all these light side characters. So Dark Trooper, Armorer, Hunter, Tech, Wrecker, Echo. I'm farming all of them right now because they're all light side. Getting the tickets now to finish off Jedi Master Luke Skywalker's ultimate, which I've been putting off for months trying to get uh, Kenobi's earlier. So I'll get Jedi Master Luke Skywalker's now. But as far as gearing a team goes or what I'm going to do next, like I said earlier, I have, I'm have i 0% of the way to Lord Vader, uh, 6% of the way to Rey, and 8% of the way to uh, Sith Eternal Emperor. So... I think if any one I go for next, it'll be Sith Eternal Emperor because I at least have all the characters. I just need to gear them. But I, I, the idea of going after a Galactic Legend at the moment is not 
enticing so i totally see that yeah i am i'm kind of sort of going for vader but not too hard i mean that's just kind of where i'm what i'm working on at the moment but uh. i'm farming the characters so i can do it eventually it's just not i'm not going hard after lord vader because a it's still going to take me a month month and a half for these all these characters and then b you have to gear them so (laughs) yeah whatever but yeah that's been my week playing with uh jedi master kenobi love it have you switched the arena team yet officially i did and i was i've i'm currently running uh one of the top ones off of the swaga meta let me find my team i'm going in the wrong spot here okay my team right now is Kenobi lead, Gas, C-3PO, uh, Ahsoka Tano, and um, General Skywalker. Kenobi. General Kenobi, but yes. Yeah. So General Skywalker, General Kenobi, uh, Ahsoka Tano, C-3PO, and then JMK lead. Very nice. I like it. Maybe um, I'll get Cat this uh, get this uh, Galactic conquest but if not then i'll be waiting that would be nice another conquest so we'll see yeah she's pretty baller she makes a difference for sure um she's she's you know what i think i'm gonna do i was talking about gear grinding i think i'm gonna go on to swagavents.com if you don't know about this you can do it through swagavents.com or you can use hotbot which i continue to want to sign up for and do a review on the show but i still haven't but i think i'm gonna go open the gear tracker for cat and just start farming all the gear for Cat. So the second I unlock her, I can drop her to Relic Levels. That's probably a good idea. Because she is an absolute game changer. Um, even at low gears. Just because you'll put the immunity on her almost instantly. And she'll nuke someone no matter what. Like, she's freaking fantastic. Yeah. I... Yeah, that'll be fun. I like new characters to play with. Put them both on the same squad, play with them for a while. Be awesome. So, yep, that's it for me. Just conquest and uh, working on Kenobi. So, very nice. I like it. Um. So, what <laughs> were the results from the uh, the draft? Uh, I guess fantasy mock draft thing that we did last week so if you did not see last week's um why is this weird okay let me fix this so everybody can see it i think i've screwed something up here okay there we go all right so last week we did a a Swaga fantasy draft. If you missed it, go check out episode 260. It was a lot of fun. But basically, we did three sec or four sections. One was overall teams minus event characters. Me and Wink both drafted 10 characters to make two teams. Uh, there was a 2018 marquee team. So basically, any marquees that came out in 2018, me and Wink got to pick a 3v3 team of fantasy players. Uh, same for 2019, 20, and 21. If you're wondering why three years against the one for 2018, that's because there were more 2018 marquees than there were the last three years combined. Um, and then finally, there was the 
event character teams. So your Galactic Legends, uh, Heroic Journeys, Epic Confrontations, and your Legendaries. So let's go ahead and check out what everybody voted for. Uh, early early uh, indications were strong for me on overall teams, but it looks like in the end uh, you you came back and took it with both teams. So It looks like I won pretty handily on that one. Yes, you did. Uh, Wink's teams were Darth Vader, Admiral Pitt, Sith Trooper, Geonosian Brood Alpha, and B2 Battlejoy. That was his first team. His second team was Rex Han Solo, Infant's Nest, Shock T, and General Kenobi. Both of those teams were able to get 32.3% of the vote. So basically, Wink tied with himself for the win. Um, I like it. My teams were Kylo Ren Amass, Darth Nihilus, Jango Fett, Watt Tambor, and Hermit Yoda. And my second team was Grievous, 3PO and Chewie, Bosk, Wampa, and the Armorer. So uh, mine... My my Kylo Ren on Mass team got a little more votes than the uh, General Grievous team. Wampa not getting any By love. A little bit, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I lost that round. Some... All right, I lost yeah. that round. Yeah. All right. So, uh, what about that 2018 marquee? Okay, so 2018 marquee. When you did the poll, I listed all the options so you could see our teams and see what we chose from to figure out if you would have picked something else. But my team was Kira, Infus Nest, and Vandor Chewbacca. Uh, Vandor Chewbacca, who I mistook for Zalbar, so that didn't help me much. Uh, Django Fett, Basila <laughs> Sean, and Darth Sion were Wink's team. And uh, that vote was not even close. So 67.7% for Wink's team and only 32.3% for my team. Ouch. I like it. I'm being uh, swept here. Uh, Elon, with 37 months, subscribed on Twitch. Thanks, man. Appreciate you. Woo. Love it. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. What's the punishment for losing? Uh, let's find out at the end. All right. You're 2019... 2020-2021 marquee team wound up even closer than it was uh, two hours ago when I checked, but my team of Shock T, Mandalorian, and General Hux was just able to edge out Wink's team of Hunter, yeah. Tech, and Echo. So 51.6% for me, 48.4 for Wink. I am not getting swept. You, l- you literally beat me by one vote. I will take it. So whoever whoever that last vote was, <coughs> I appreciate you. Um, and for the last category, the event character team. Who had the better event character team? Wink's team was Supreme Leader Kylo Ren. Oh, by the way, the rules for this was one Galactic Legend, one Hero's Journey slash Epic Confrontation, and one Legendary. So Wink's Galactic Legend was Supreme Leader Kylo Ren. His epic confrontation character was Darth Malak. And his legendary was Grand Admiral Thrawn. My team, my Galactic Legend was Gen- Jedi Master Kenobi. My uh, uh, journey character was Jedi Knight Luke Skywalker. And my legendary was R2-D2. And I ended up in a landslide on this one with 67.7%. Mm. Which is kind of funny. I did not expect that. For that one, well, I, I didn't either. I really liked my uh, my Kylo Thrawn 
uh, Malik squad. I mean, it's pretty baller, but whatever. Some of you guys are just wrong. Um, but I, yeah, your team was qu- quite good too. I mean, K- Kenobi, Skywalker, and R two. Well, it's funny because yeah, was, I didn't even think good... about this, but there's synergy there. <laughs> Not that that mattered. Yeah, there's right, but the right unaligned well, forces. I think are it Jedi mattered Knights in the Luke voting. Skywalker. Well, it certainly didn't help me with he... Kira, Infus, Nest, and Vander Chewbacca. So. Yes, that seems it's, a little mismatch. It seemed to, have to help your Hunter Tech Echo, not so much my yeah. Kira Emphasis Vandor. So that's oh. that's a good point. Anyways, thanks guys so, for voting. That was fun. Indeed, um, I feel like I won because I had the most votes total. But we'll call it a tie. So we're not we're not going that deep into it. All right, two two. Shake hands oh, and uh, shake hands and move on. <laughs> All right. Moving along. Hey, boys. It's your favorite time of the day. The time where we all pop our tops off and relax. Well, then. Dude, Drew just had an awesome idea. If we could make my... the Oh, my Jerry sticker's nice. If we could make the Jerry emote into a sticker i would put that on everything (laughs) if we were to like get some of those printed i'm totally all over that yeah probably good what are you drinking over there well right now i'm drinking water currently because i already finished my margarita may have to go pour another one here in a second gotcha gotcha i'm surprised you didn't bring the bottle in like usual well I should have um, I've had a very long week I have been stupid busy the past couple of days and um, and so I was like I'm not going to drink too much that way I can like make sure I sleep in because sleeping in I don't know what it is if if there's a certain point where you drink so much and your sleep in Saturday isn't that great you know you're you're just sleeping in to avoid a hangover instead of just sleeping in to enjoy sleep exactly yes that's a good way of putting it and i don't want to be there but i i think i can handle another margarita so why don't you tell everyone what you're drinking while i go pour another one well i am drinking the classic i don't know if it's classic wherever everyone's listening from but it's called golden roads brewing mango cart wow yellow is really screwing with the camera there or uh, with a filter. Mango cart by Golden Road. It's freaking delicious sweet beer with a mango fruit flavor. I was looking for something light. Didn't want an IPA or anything tonight. Just something light to drink. And that's what I got. And they are freaking delicious. So I'll tell you what, though. I tried a... Uh, let me find that picture. Since Wink's not here yet. Uh, I tried on Wednesday night. I don't even know if you guys can see this picture. It's a bomb. You ever heard you heard about these bomb beers that they're making now? Breweries are making where basically they add fruit to the beer after it's fermented. And basically they call them bombs because they've had a lot of cans exploding. Because if you add fruit that's not fermented into a beer and then can it, there's a chance that it starts fermenting, which would cause the can to explode. Anyways, it was a hard cider from... Weird. Uh, it was a hard cider from Cider Core, which is a 
veteran-owned hard cider brewery here in uh, Phoenix, and it oh, was cool. what was in that? It was freaking delicious. It was strawberry puree, guava puree, coconut, pineapple juice, and then hard apple cider. And all that stuff was added to the hard apple cider afterwards. So it's kind of like drinking a pina colada, only a cider version. It was freaking amazing, dude. I've never had these bombs before, but I if I see them again, that sounds any, really good. Anyone I can I could pull up. That was freaking awesome. Yeah. My wife, who doesn't even li- really like beer or cider. Loved it, so pretty good sign. Yeah, my wife's not a fan of alcohol, but with this whole pregnancy thing, boy, she cannot wait to have a drink. <laughs> um, right? She had a very light sip of. So last weekend we went down to Texas. We went to uh, Arlington, which is where the Dallas Cowboys Stadium is, stayed in a hotel right there next to there in the Rangers ballpark, and uh, just kind of relaxed and hung out but they had this really cool little area with food and drinks and all sorts of stuff and they had these uh like frozen um what's a screwdriver what a screwdriver was a ah some i cannot remember what it was it's freaking delicious though uh and God dang, that is going to drive me freaking crazy. I cannot remember what it was. But I tell you what, if you find a place that has like those frozen mixed drinks, they're really good. There's a place down the street from our house that is freaking baller. It is one of my favorite places to go because they always have like four or five different like frozen mixed drinks that they make. And they are always strong. They are fantastic. Oh, love the stuff. Do enjoy some... uh some frozen drinks here and there. Love them. They're tasty. (laughs) Awesome. Well, uh, let's move to, well, I I had a joke I was going to go with. (laughs) Strong with us, this update is Young Padawans. Well, there was an update this week, and despite when updates, when updates like this come out, there's usually not a lot of interesting stuff going on, but I, I did find one thing interesting when I read it. Um, I'll tell you what it is here in a second. What I'm going to start with, Lord Vader has come. Uh, they described it as a dedicated, the dedicated Empire Galactic Legend. That's what they said, which is funny because then they went in the next sentence, they said, Strongly synergizes with Sith and Dark Side unaligned Force users, and I'm like, is the Empire or <laughs> Dark Side? I haven't read his kit yet. To be completely honest with you, I wanted to blind react on the podcast, gotcha. so okay. I don't know which one of those is true. I know that Maul was supposed to be really good with them, so and they kind of mentioned the Dark Side unaligned Force users, so I mean, I'll be interested to see what this kit is all about. But he is yes, here. I like it, and that. Um, not surprised there's Empire Synergy. I mean, right after this is, you know, I guess this Vader shows up right after the infamous, you know, First Galactic Empire. You know, that whole deal. <laughs> yes. so, um, Dude, how good does yeah, the uh, the model look? 
looks pretty awesome. Right? I mean, even they even got the little... Uh, they don't usually always so, get this right, but the little avatar picture of the character actually is... I had not... It's awesome. I had not seen the avatar yet. Looks good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you were looking on there. Very yeah, nice. He's, he is pretty legit. He looks pretty awesome, I have to admit. Um... Uh, he, he's he's what I'm gonna go for, but I'm not like in a hurry or anything. Um, I I just want to get him so I can go wreck some younglings. So that's <laughs> that's that's just me. But I'll be um, very interested, and I haven't seen anything any playthroughs of his event yet. <laughs> I doubt we get I to do that, either. but I, I hope would laugh. We get to kill some younglings. Please, 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 please. You're a little um, too, uh, too excited about... You're about to have your own yes. kids. Uh, well, uh, never mind. Um, I was about to say something terrible, but <laughs> we try to keep it family-friendly around here. Um, let's move along to the Geonosian Galactic Chase. Yeah, so we're this... we're going to talk about Varys Kit here in a minute. This is this is the thing that I found really interesting, and I it kind of gives me I kind of get a little bit excited about the premise of what they're talking about here. So basically, they announced a Geonosian Galactic Chase uh, for a limited time. The Geonosian characters have been added to various nodes as bonus drops. Geo Soldier and Geo Brood Alpha will be bonus drops for light side battles. Uh, Geonosian Spy and Poggle the Lesser will be bonus drops for fleet energy spent. And Sunfock will be bonus ener- or bonus for Cantina Ooh. energy spent. No Dark Side. So no one's going to be bonus drops for Dark Side. Interesting. Yeah. For Dark Side characters. Yeah. Well, Fascinating. also very weird that when a lot of people are going to be farming Dark Side tickets... Or at least working on dark side stuff for Lord Vader. They're going to avoid some of these. But I think anyone going after Lord Vader probably has all these characters maxed out. So uh, That's probably <laughs> a safe assumption, yes. Yeah. Uh, just be getting extra... Uh, God, whatever that crap's called. Shard shop okay. currency. Shard shop currency, yes. All right, so I got to change a window on my deal, so... In our little stream here, we stream via Discord currently, and I had to put up a second window to make stuff work with a live stream or something because of the way you have stuff set up, right? Mm -hmm. So I have two cameras. There's like, because I see all four screens. So you're sharing a screen with me. I have my camera. There's your camera. And then my second camera (laughs) to make this easy on you. Mm -hmm. Here's the problem. The two cameras of me are inversed and I see it and it's really distracting because anytime I do a movement I see myself doing it like if I raise my right arm I see myself raising my right and my left arm it's very <laughs> um that's awesome that that is so freaking off topic and nobody cares I realize it's that w- it's weird that it's just, I don't see that it is <laughs> on my screen they both look normal on you they're yours? both the same on my side Really? God, yeah. technology's broken. Okay. 
Well, I'm going to... So Anyway, the reason I brought this up is because I am going to cover that up because it is distracting. <laughs> um, all right. So the Galactic Chase, they're changing some things up with this whole deal. They're experimenting with some new ideas as far as making uh, Galactic cha- Chases more frequent, which I think they've said in the past. Uh, but they're wanting to rotate some units and, you know, like maybe on a monthly basis, something along those lines. Um, there's a pull up right now for next week's Galactic Chase unit. Not next week, next month's Galactic yeah, so Chase the unit. October. And it is between the one, the only, the negotiator versus malevolence. How exciting is that? If you don't have either of those, this you're a winner either way on this. Like huh. these are great shards. Great ships to get shards for. And this is part of why it gets me excited about the the the, the um where this could go and what types of characters we can get in this. Because the honestly, in my head the only one that's really exciting to me is Bad Batch, and that might not happen for like six months. But we get to vote. So if the option is there, everybody can vote on it, and then we'll get it. Um, I'd oh, like, yeah. I'd like to point this out. The poll is up right now to vote Negotiator or Malevolence, and the only reason I bring that up is because there's also a place to put in your, um, what do you call it? ally code. So there might be a reward for voting because they will have your ally code with your vote. So you might get a little something-something in your inbox if you do vote so very nice i would go check that out at least the first one find out if we get anything if you decide not to vote after that because you got nothing then that's fine too but don't want to miss it if you do good little incentive absolutely they've been known to give out crystals like if people come see them like at events social events and stuff yep uh you know in the past i don't know if this will be the same sort of deal they might even just send you three chewy shards. Who the hell knows? You remember Giggles? Well Giggles saw them at EA Play, and he wound yeah. up getting like a thousand crystals in his mailbox. Yeah, it was crazy. I'm like, man, should have given him yep. my ID. <laughs> no kidding. No kidding. Hell, I would have went for for the crystals alone, man. Come right. on. Could have um, enjoyed the trip and got crystals. Good times. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, okay. back in that one EA play where they actually did Swugga stuff. Oh, dude. Okay, so the wife... The, t- another detour. Uh, the wife and I were just talking about setting up a trip to go to... I don't remember if it's Disneyland, Disney World. I don't know what it's called. I don't even know which one it's at. I, whatever. Anyway. The new Star Wars deal at Disney... Um, Dude. I'm kind of excited. When? Because we're about to have a kid. And a kid is going to be a valid excuse to go to Disney without looking like a creep. So. I will go every day by myself and film everything and not feel like a creep. Nice. <laughs> I so love that I place. do not know. I do not know when. Um, well, I don't know. That's a good I'll point. tell you this much. I, maybe next year. If you go to Disneyland. It is it is a hundred percent the easiest thing for me to convince my wife to go. So if you want to meet up nice. there, right. you can definitely go. Sounds good. 
Awesome. All right. We we will figure that out because it, it does. It looks awesome. I want to go stay at the hotel thing that they're building. I don't think oh, the one in Florida. Year, yeah, that thing looks crazy cool. It, is that is that the one in Florida? Yeah, it's in Florida. It's a full resort. Okay. It's crazy. Yeah, it looks freaking badass. <laughs> um. So. You should be happy about this next one because I think with C you had to gear him right. Royal Guard. Yeah, and I actually think I, I, I think I predicted that they would do some sort of update to this cat, and then they didn't. And I was so upset. Yeah, that yeah okay. Cat, I was so. wondering where you're going. Yeah, I think I remember you talking about an update to this character back with uh, C. And we're getting it now with Lord Vader coming out. So pretty cool. I'm, I actually, when I read through this, I'm like, well, holy crap. This guy might actually be viable as a tank. So why don't you tell us what's yes. going on with this um, dude? All right. So most of his kit is pretty much the same. But they reworked one of the abilities and just did some changes to to some stuff. Um, it's now the hundred uh, percent chance on the 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 basic to stun the target. Awesome! Um, I love stuns. That's pretty ridiculous. Yep that that's only if Royal Guard has more than fifty percent health. Before it was fifty percent chance to stun the target. Now it's a hundred percent chance. And stun on basic is nasty. That's what, dude. That's why when this guy was the meta, I know it sounds absurd, but there was a time for you newer players when Royal Guard was the meta. Like you before, had to have him on your team before protection came out. Royal Guard was the tank. He was a baller, man. That dude, yeah, he was nasty. Um, that was on his basic. Uh, so on his first special. Uh, they changed it to add, so he previously gave defense up, but now he also gives heal over time for two turns and retribution for two turns to Empire allies. Then Royal Guard gains taunt for one turn. So he has a native taunt that he does with an ability, which is crucial because before it was health-based only, there wasn't a way for him to actually trigger it. Yeah, so basically he only taunted if someone went under twenty or fifty percent health, that was when he would taunt. And if if someone's under fifty percent health and you taunt, odds are the next guy's gonna AoE and kill the guy behind him. So if you can avoid if you can taunt on your own now and avoid them going after those guys and getting them to the point where an AoE just kills them instantly, uh that is a way better tank. Yep. So for his unique, they eliminated the turn meter gain. That's the only thing they limited, eliminated. And it's uh, at the end of each turn, if another ally took damage, all Empire allies recover 6% health. Um, before it was just Royal Guard and he was gaining turn meter and health. Now it's all Empire allies gain health. So that's good. But they added a whole new section, which is awesome. At the start of the encounter, if the allied leader is Empire, Royal Guard gains max health equal to 5% of the allied leader's max health and then doubles his health until the end of the encounter. Dude, 
That's that can so get pretty he, stacked pretty nasty quickly. He's yeah, he's gaining some fat nasty health, and I love it. Um, so he's actually going to be pretty tanky and usable. Um, I, I'm pretty happy with it, honestly. I like it for a character that's been so far gone to actually redo him a little bit and make him usable. Uh, you know, especially on like Sith Eternal Emperor or, I mean, there, there's just so many options for a character that taunts stun on basic. Like he offers some stuff. So very happy. Then you can add on this all empire allies recover 6% health. Any time an ally took damage that turn, after the end of every turn, so yes, that's a good point. Just more, yep. even start six percent. Six percent is a pretty good percentage there, so pretty awesome. Yeah, after every turn, yeah, hell yeah, it is exactly. I like it, and they made some changes so actually next? to Jedi Master Kenobi. So, did very they? interesting. So they said here in the update, uh, Jedi Master Kenobi and AI changes. We have made some additions to Jedi Master Kenobi's abilities and AI. First off, and is unique, may the force be with you. While Jedi Master Kenobi has the high ground, he dispels stealth from all enemies at the start of his turn. So no more stealthing when uh, Jedi Master Kenobi has hit his ult. I... I don't mind that at all. Another one for his ultimate. If it's over, at the, if at the start of battle there was a light side unaligned force user ally that is also Galactic Republic, all Jedi allies ignore protection when targeting a Sith enemy, and Sith enemies can't counterattack for the rest of the battle. I don't know which part of that's the new part, okay. but... I like it. I think... I think... All of that part is new. See, I was thinking the counterpart, but I didn't remember much of any of it. Of course, I just unlocked him a week and a half ago, so. Yeah. Either way, ain't mad about it. Very nice. And they updated his AI to better interact with his ability to ignore taunt effects. As well as uh, they made adjustments to the Galactic Legends AIs to improve their interactions against certain matchups. Very nice. Can't uh Well interesting how these are seem like some pretty big Kenobi changes with no fanfare compared compared to the fanfare of refunding uh relic levels and everything else for the changes on those other characters. Yeah, I just don't think it's that significant to what he does. He still kinda does what he does really well, so Yeah. Uh, one other thing in the update, and that was Omega is now farmable. Surprisingly, you can get a piece of the Bad Batch off of light side uh, dark hard battles because Omega is on fleet battles 4D. Unfortunately, if the first thing you did like me was check what gear was also on 4D, it is three pieces of blue gear. Literally no good gear to farm with Omega. That's not that's not cool, man. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Everybody's going to be farming that node. Nobody's going to be getting any good uh, Gear 12 stuff. So that kind of sucks. No kidding. That was my first thought. I'm like, if I'm going to move off yeah. of the things 
the uh, the fleet things that I need for this. I hope there's at least one piece of gear on there I could stack up for a month and never have to go back to for six months. Guess what? I dude, any any time I send my node, I think that it's like give me at least give me something I can salvage. Whatever. Yep. These are all blue pieces, so they're not going to be going to anything but lower relic size levels. Yeah. Unfortunate. No, well. But it's another energy type, and if you're not doing refreshes on it, it's just... uh, I think it's... What is his energy on his node? Let me see. He is a... Oh, I've already done it, so I can't see... It's not a lot of energy throughout the day. So if you're only doing five, you're not going to have to move off too much. Cool. But, yes, all the Bad Batch are now farmable. And I think that's the last marquee, right? Uh, Yes, it is. So there's no... We're not waiting for any other characters to come out currently. I don't believe. It is a 20 energy. Yeah, so 100 energy on Omega and you can... Go back to whatever. Yeah, wow. Cool. July 15th was the Omega Marquee. We haven't had anything since then. Interesting. We're not going to have a 2018-ish uh, Marquee uh, draft this coming <laughs> next year. We're going to have Thank to lump goodness. 2022 or 2021 the way same way it was. Yeah. Hmm. That's all right. Well, no. Um. Well, that kind of covers all of the, all that crap for the week. Uh. What do we have? What do we have to tell everyone about next, sir? Well, I'm just gonna speak clearly. Um. I was hoping that would ring better. Didn't need to ring. That was I can, my fault. I can hear that ice crisply and clearly. And there's a reason for that. Can you? I can. So for everybody out there, if you're hearing this, you are hearing it through blue microphones. Me and Wink both have Spark. Acel's amazing microphones that make this podcast sound crisp and clear, even when we've been drinking and can't even clear our own words out of our mouth. At least the slurs are coming through clearly on the microphone because blue microphones makes amazing products. Microphones, cords, you've got uh, boards, you've got uh, boom arms. They've got pretty much any kind of sound equipment that you need, including their newest thing. If you haven't seen this, what do they call it? The uh, Is it called the Popsicle? Their new microphone? I'm going to have to go look just so I get it right. So anyway, they've remember. built, they've built uh, a microphone that goes into my headset, the Logitech X pro wireless it also goes oh, into the a50 yeah, yeah, yeah. the astro a50s that uh, wink is wearing and it is a pop filtered microphone for your gaming experience going through uh logitech and astro products really cool uh microphone that can uh just adds another layer of blue products and their microphones to items you use every day so hell yeah uh, let me uh, let let me tell you the one thing I hate about using a blue microphone is there's only one downside is when you are slurring your words when you do sound like an idiot 
you clearly sound like an idiot. And that's not always the best look. But people know what you're saying, so that's kind of important, too. All right, here it is. I got it. Yes, I agree 100%. Uh, getting that clear is the way to go. Stalling, stalling, stalling. Bring it up. There you go. Blue microphones, ice pop. There it is. It's called the ice pop. Ah, the I. Yes, 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 yes. Couldn't remember the name. You were close. Yeah, pretty awesome idea. Uh, I have not got to check one out, but it sounds absolutely amazing. So, that's another option. I agree. All kinds of cool things that you can get through blue microphones. So, indeed. Um. Hey, uh, one second. Let me go grab my keys. Okay, go get your keys. Back on topic. We're talking about roadhead. Roadhead. Sorry. We're talking about roadhead, really. Roadhead. Vroom vroom, baby. Let's do this. This is road current. I believe, right? It well, it's the path we're on. It is true. This is the highway we're heading down. This is the the drive that we're making currently. Indeed. Let's see. Uh so we're gonna talk about the kits, Maul and Vader. We're gonna run through those. Um do you wanna which kit do you wanna do and then I'll cover the other? I'll do Maul, you do Vader. How's that? Sounds good. Let's do this, my man. All right. So, starting off, we've got Darth Maul. You've been waiting weeks for this, I'm sure. Um, I still have not read his kit. All this time, I have not read his kit. So, you're getting double blind reaction on this. Maul, dark side attacker, leader, Mandalorian, unaligned force user. Mandalorian? Mandalorian. Interesting. We've got Dark Side Attacker, Leader, Mandalorian, Unaligned Force User, Unrelenting Attacker that uses his anguish to crush his foes. If you look at the synergy suggestions, you've already got Lord Vader on there. You've got Beskar, Mandalorian, Bo Katan Kreese, the Armorer, and Django Fett. So it appears that he'd be good on a Mandalorian team or under Lord Vader. I don't think that those okay. other synergy suggestions are meant to go in with Lord Vader. It's a specialized synergy there. I agree. So something else. It looks like... You'd think they would have come back and changed the graphic maybe a little bit based on once Vader's kit come out. But then again, I guess they were kind of upfront about saying, hey, he's going to be baller with Vader. Just wait till you see that shit, you know. I was just thrown so off by chat. Ringer must have changed his name to the Ringer experience. Is that you, Ringer? 23 months of Prime, so I know it's someone oh, we know. yeah. Good to see you, buddy. Thank you, Ringer. Oh, yeah. New name. Find him on Twitch. The Ringer experience, it looks like. Uh, basic crushing blow. So here we go. Final text. Deal physical damage to the target enemy. If this is the first attack Maul used this turn, Maul gains one stack of anguish, stacking to a max of five. And if it critically hits, Maul gains another stack of anguish. 
So a chance to get two stacks of anguish okay. uh, if he critically hits. Uh, anguish is takes damage at the start of their turn equal to two percent of their max health for each stack of anguish, and it gains and gains that much offense until the end of their turn. This character can't be defeated by this damage. That is sounding awful Jedi Knight Anakin-ish to me. Why? Because Jedi Knight Anakin originally would do damage to himself before he got reworked. He would gain all those stacks of dots and do damage to himself, and everyone hated it. Uh And eventually they reworked him, and he doesn't do that anymore. So it's kind of interesting. That's right. I do remember that. Hell yeah. Good call. Good callback. Um, Yeah, so special one, Fervent Rush, cooldown of three. Dispel, Dispel all buffs on the target enemy. Deal physical damage to all enemies and inflict offensive down, offense down for two turns. This attack deals 5% more damage for each buff dispelled. So make sure you're targeting the one with the most buffs or the one you have to get a certain buff off of. Maul gains two stacks of anguish, stacking to a max of five. If an enemy was defeated by this attack, Maul instead gains the maximum stacks of anguish. So... Okay. Interesting way to a get more anguish slash more offense and uh, gets rid of some debuffs on a certain character. Cool. Um, interesting on special two seething rage cooldown zero. So it basically is a basic uh, ability. Could be. Let's see what it says. Perhaps. Deal true damage to target enemy and inflict buff immunity for two turns. If Maul has five anguish, increase target enemy's cooldowns by two. Excludes raid bosses and galactic legends. Maul loses one stack of anguish and takes a bonus turn. This attack can't be countered. Each time this ability is used, it deals 60% more damage on subsequent uses and increases by an additional 60% until Maul uses a different ability during his turn. This ability can't be used unless Maul has Anguish. All right. So it can't be used like a basic. He has to have Anguish. Um, can only get Anguish from his first two abilities. But if you are able to get up to a stack of five Anguish, you can... Um, wreck some stuff. Wreck some things. So pretty awesome the way that those build up. I have a feeling this guy's a, this offense is going to be out of control. Let me go grab his uh, Swagaga... Um, so I'll get You'd have to look at the multiplier too. Because yeah, I'm curious. Let's just look at the basic physical damage. Physical damage is a 3489 special 1995 to start. I'd have to look at where that ranks, but I bet this guy's going to be ridiculous. Damage dealer, at least. Oh, I'm sure he is. I don't think there's any doubt about that. He's, he's pretty awesome. A leader. Usurper. Final text. Mandalorian allies have plus 5% max health for each Mandalorian ally at the start of battle and plus 25% offense. At the start of battle, if Maul is in the leader slot and not in the ally slot, Mandalorians in the leader slot gain one stack of Mandalore, stacking to a max of two until they are defeated, which can't be copied, dispelled, or prevented. When a character with with Mandalore is defeated... The character that defeated them gains Mandalore until they're defeated. 
There can't be more than two Mandalore effects in battle. Mandalore al Mandalorian allies deal 20% more damage when they are targeted when they target an enemy with Mandalore. While there are two Mandalore buffs on allied characters, all Mandalorian allies deal 50% more damage during their turn. What is Mandalore? Mandalorian allies assist dealing 50% less damage when this character uses an ability during their turn. At the start of every turn, dispel all debuffs on the healthiest Mandalorian ally without Mandalore, and that ally gains taunt plus 100% defense until the end of that turn. Defeating this character will grant Mandalore to the character that defeated him. If this character is defeated by a status effect, Mandalore will not be granted to anyone. A lot going on there for an ability that uh what, what? i'm confused at the start of battle if the maul is sure in the leader slot and not the ally slot mandalorians in the leader slot gain one stack wouldn't that just mean him the only way he can do give this is to himself because he'd have to be in the leader slot why is it worded that way what am i missing at the start of battle, if Maul is in the leader slot and not the ally slot, Mandalorians in the leader slot gain one stack oh, of Mandalore. Oh. Well, that's so that if you put him in the ally slot, he will not give Mandalore to anyone. That's the only point of that. Right, but it's in the it's leader slot. Like... So it, it wouldn't matter to me anyway, because he's, if he's not in the mm -hmm. leader slot, he's not doing it. I don't understand their wording on this. No, but ally unless you're ally, ally spots, ally spots are leader spots. Like they kind of count as the same thing, so they're just clarifying that it's just the primary leader spot and not the ally slot, which gets use of a leader ability. The only reason I could see it written this way is that is is to say if you are fighting another Mandalorian team that is not led by Maul you're going to give the Mandalorian on the other team man, this as well. Would that be correct? I do believe that is correct. Um, That's the only way I can see that needing to be worded that way is uh, if the enemy needs to gain it. That way you kill that leader the, slot the and then you get the Mandalore on whatever character killed. So. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, there's a lot going on there. Sounds pretty cool. It it, it does a very good job Agreed. of paying homage to the idea that leaders of the Mandalore that leader that leader ability is taken when you die by the person that kills you, just like in lore. So very cool ability as far as lore goes. Um, unique. Totally agree. Bound by hatred. Final text with a Zeta. Maul's attacks are unavoidable, and he has plus fifteen percent offense. Well, that's, a, that's unfortunate for everyone else. At the start of battle, Maul gains Frenzy Indeed. and Retribution for two turns. Frenzy off the rip. That's pretty awesome. And three stacks of Anguish. So three stacks of Anguish are off the rip, too. If there is an enemy Kenobi, Maul instead gains the maximum stacks of Anguish. So there's where that Kenobi synergy they talked about comes in. Interesting enough, if you are... Go if you... Do one basic, you already have, and it crits, you have full anguish, and you can start beating away on people with that uh, zero cooldown uh, yep. second special and stack the offense no by using it over and over. Pretty awesome. This is a fun kit. I like it. Oh, last one. Sorry, I missed a part. 
When, while Maul has three or more stacks of anguish, he is immune to stun and ability block. While Maul has five stacks of anguish, he ignores taunt and is always critically hit by enemy attacks. Well, I guess that's where anguish, along with the damage, kind of hurts you. So, Yep. Interesting kit. It is a little uh, hard to read at times, but I think I've got the gist of it, and I find it fun. Interesting. So... I totally agree. Not too shabby. 330 shard unlock, just like Cat was, so it will be a very long time before I have him with the conquest changes, but I will be happy to unlock him when I do. So there's that. And I will probably be using him with yep. Mandalorians, because I won't have Vader at that point, but. I don't know what I'll do with him. We will see. Gonna be a while. Yeah, exactly. He looks fun, though. Pretty excited. So, awesome. Well, why don't we see what uh, what's going on with his um, the guy? Basically, he was put in the game for to be under, as far as leaders go. Right, uh, child murderer, <laughs> Jedi Knight, or sorry, not Jedi Knight, Lord Vader. Lord Vader. This is a good kit. So. He is obviously named Lord Vader. He is Darkseid. He is a galactic legend. He's Darkseid. He's an attacker, leader, empire, and Sith. What? They gave um, a character both of the tags that they belong to? That's unheard of. Well, they didn't do galactic empire like I expected, but that's beside the point. But I do I do like this. Um, the empire and Sith thing, so you have some versus as far as using him uh what was it ray that got jedi but not resistance somehow that's where i well that's where my comment comes from it was one of those galactic legends where you're like why didn't they get all their synergies and i know it's just game mechanics is the reason but interesting enough lord vader gets both sith and uh empire so that's cool Um, I, I meant a Galactic Empire tag joker. Like, I, I expected there to be a new tag for Vader, and there wasn't. That is what I mean. Um, I, yeah, I so let's go ahead and dig that. into this ability. Um, we'll start with his ultimate, actually, on this character, because that's how they have it. Let's first... End of the Galactic Republic. Description requires at least 65% ultimate charge to activate. Ultimate Charge. Lord Vader gains Ultimate Charge when he uses Dark uh, Dark Arbinger and when debuffed Dark Side allies receive damage, he gains 2% Ultimate Charge increase to 3 if that ally was a unaligned Force user. I will call those UFUs going forward. Uh, Lord Vader gains 50% of the Dark Side allies' current mastery stacking until the end of the encounter, then they lose that much. Empire and Sith uh, UFUs do not lose mastery from the ability. So again, Empire and Dark Side UFUs do not lose mastery from this ability. That's his ultimate. That's pretty pretty great. Uh, just because he does vampire from everybody else. Ashes <laughs> of the Republic uh, when. Let's see. Lord Vader's abilities gain additional effects 
Enemies defeated while this active unit cannot be revived. Lord Vader is immune to ability block, killing uh, immunity and shock, and he cannot gain ultimate charge. That's when he has the Ashes of Republic buff. Um, which he gets if he kicks off his ultimate charge at 100%. Uh, which gives him... Wait, did I read the part about... 50... Did I read the part about the 50% current mastery? I did, didn't I? Yes, because you were talking about Empire, yes, Dark Side, okay. Ufus, not so, losing it. So if he if he sets it off with 100% uh, ultimate charge, he instead gains the 75% from that ability, and he dispels all debuffs on himself, takes the most turn, reduces cooldowns by one, and gains that Ashes of the Republic buff we talked about for five turns, which cannot be copied, dispelled, or prevented. This is very similar to Kenobi in which they gain a buff that only lasts an extended period of time. So it's somewhere in between the extremes of some of the other Galactic Legends as far as what their ultimate can do, but still quite nasty. What do you think so far? Uh, based on the ultimate, that's that's that sounds like it's right up your alley as far as mastery goes. That's a lot of freaking mastery. And that Ashes of Republic... It's a whole lot. Blocking healing immunity and shock is pretty huge. Now, you can't gain ultimate charge Agreed. for, what, five turns after that? Until that Ashes yes. of the Republic falls off. But um, that yep. 75% mastery sticks, right? It doesn't drop with Ashes of the Republic. It's just there for the rest of the battle. Correct. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Correct. And even if it's not... So you can only you can use it at sixty five percent and still get fifty percent. This is very similar to the way Kenobi and Slicker work. That seems to be what they're wanting. Stacking mastery is kind of the thing they want. So pretty good, pretty good. Um, basic ability is Vindictive Storm. Final text with a Zeta difficult damage target enemy, and if Lord Vader has thirty or more stacks of underestimated, he deals damage again. Each time this ability deals damage in the same attack, he deals 25% more damage. So that is a possible multi-attacker and bonus damage. Good stuff. But this says, what do you each think? time this ability deals damage in the same attack, it deals 25% more max of 50. Does that mean he can attack up to three times? Are we missing something from the rest of the kit? I'm interested to see where this goes. Or is it talking about 25%? That is what that means, yes. Interesting. And then I also, the, the thing that catches my eye, not knowing the kit, 30 or more stacks of underestimated. Don't know where that comes in, but that seems like a very large amount. Talk about it here in a bit. Um, first special is Dark Harbinger with a three-turn cooldown. Final attacks with the Zeta. Inflict buff immunity and healing immunity for two turns. And deal physical damage target enemy. The ability deals 20% more physical damage on subsequent uses. Uh, Lord Vader gains 1% ultimate charge. And Empire and Dark Side allies. Uh, sorry. Dark Side UFUs recover half a percent health for uh, each stack of underestimated. So. So you're already looking at 15% on 30 nice. stacks. That's. That number can... What's the max stacks, man? I just underestimated is Peaking my interest. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know. That's a pretty good ability, though. Oh, yeah. Um, 
So let's move along to. Oh, sorry. One more thing. The one thing I emotions. One thing I did okay. notice on this is it's not. It doesn't seem like those are locked debuffs. And they can be avoided. Uh, which ones? Buff immunity and healing immunity. Correct. Yeah, it's going to be a potency check. Interesting. So uh, his second special is called Unshackled Emotions, a cooldown of five. Final attacks with Zeta deal physical damage to all enemies and inflict days and four damage over time effects for two turns, which cannot be resisted. Uh, for each stack of underestimated, this ability deals 2.5% oh. more damage and all dark side allies gain 1% mastery stacking till the end of the encounter. This is nasty, and it's complete homage to the Darth Vader ability. 100%. It's, that's awesome. I it's just, love it. Yeah, I love it. Not to mention you get days with the, with the dots. All right, let's go. What do you think is better, days or ability block? Um, depends on who you're fighting. Uh, I I would say in the current meta, uh, days is if 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 you're fighting a lot of general Kenobi's, days is probably a pretty huge debuff here. That's a good point. Totally fair. May not be in future um, metas, but current meta, complain. days is a is a a huge thing. I will never complain about either one having an a like a AOE. Mm-hmm. So, well, know. what is it? Django's AOE was always great because you could ability block everyone off the rip. Boba. Who did I say? You mean? But yes, I said Django. Django yeah, uh, Boba. Mister yep, Boba. Totally agree. Um. All right. His second special is called Unshackled Emotions. Five turn cooldown. Uh, Double physical damage. Target. Uh, that's the one where we talked about. Uh, so if he has Ashes of the Republic, he will also inflict ability block for one turn, which cannot be dispelled or resisted, and increases cooldown target enemy by two. If he's in his ultimate and uses that ability, that is just devastating. Not to mention, oh, we yeah. still haven't even yeah. got to the stacks of underestimated because two and a half percent more damage per stack on using that ability. Let's just go off the for the first ability where it talks about 30 stacks. You're looking at what? 75% extra damage if you have 30 stacks of underestimated on that, plus four damage over time, plus days, plus ability block if you have Ashes of the Republic, plus increasing cooldowns by two. This ability is ridiculous. <laughs> totally agree. It's pretty awesome. Not to mention stacking mastery. Yeah, for everyone. <laughs> you just sh- It's not a ton, but he gets it back. Like it all ultimately ends up going to him. It's pretty awesome. Just he just loves to share. He does. So, kind of nice surprising. <laughs> Likes to share his lightsaber with the younglings, you know what I'm saying? Oh hell. Got him. Um leader ability. My new galactic empire. I love that ability. He didn't say galactic, but yeah. Uh, My new empire. Very good. Uh, Final text. Zeta. Dark side allies have plus 20 speed, plus 20% mastery, and plus 50% max health. Doubled for empire or dark side ufus. Um, I like that they added the or there. So there's no no, um, ambiguity you're you're going to get yes you're not getting double i agree 
So, correct. Yep. Um, at the start of battle, other Empire and Dark Side ally uh, Yufus uh, lose all protection and gain that much max health. Does that sound familiar? Um, if a Dark Side Yufu was present at the start of battle. The rest of the battle, all Empire and Dark Side ally Yufus uh, take 30% reduced damage from enemy Light Side Yufus. Ouch. Sorry, Kenobi. Saying the word Yufu is really throwing me off. <laughs> but yes. Um, that's pretty awesome. Uh, that That's a massive mitigation damage. That's what Galactic Legends do effectively on damage in general. is a 30% reduction. So, yeah, get, giving that to lots of people sounds pretty fun. Uh, continuing. If all allies are dark side at the start of battle... Empire and Dark Side Yufus are immune to fear. Empire tanks uh, gain taunt for two turns. And whenever an Empire... Uh, sorry. Empire ally... <laughs> oh, hiccups. When an Empire ally loses taunt, they're infected with Marked for one turn, which cannot be dispelled for Vandal or resisted. So, I like that. So, you lose taunt, you gain Marked, which is a debuff, which means they can't get rid of the shit because only your allies can get rid of debuffs. So that's pretty awesome. I really you like know that. with it's pretty pretty nasty. with the royal guard changes and this leader abilities abilities for tanks. I feel like royal guard's going to be really, really, really annoying because I could be here. Think about this. You've got Royal Guard. He's gaining double. Yes, he's gaining 50% of the leader's max health and doubling it if everyone is. Uh, 5%. 5%. Is it 5%? It was 5%. I'm going to go back and make sure. But then doubles, effectively making it a 10%. Oh, yeah, yeah. So 10%. Throw on top of that now that. Uh, you're giving him. Where was it? Where was it? Where was it? Oh, you're taking away the protection and making it health. Royal Guard only will stun if he's above 50% health. When his health is that high, there's a much bigger chance that he's going to be stunning all the time. Oh, yeah. No because doubt. I was worried about awesome. when we were reading the Royal Guard thing about what his health percentage number would actually end up being and where he would sit all the time. Because some tanks, you know, they will sit under 50%, heal up a little bit, have a good enough defense that they don't die when they're hit, but they'll go back under 50%, and they'll just sit there until someone smacks them with some super special ability that finally kills them. This dude's going to have so much health, he's going to be going nuts. <laughs> So, continuing his leader ability, whenever a dark side ally loses buff, Empire and Dark Side uh, Yufus gain 1% mastery stack until the end of the encounter. That's when they lose a buff. Whenever a debuff dark side ally takes damage, Lord Vader gains 2% ultimate charge and up to 3% if the ally was a Yufu. Uh, Empire and Dark Side Yufus gain plus 35% uh, critical damage and crit chance when targeting a Galactic Republic enemy. 
Whenever an enemy uh, quickly hits an Empire or Dark Side Yufu ally, that enemy has minus 30% crit damage stacking for three turns. So the more you attack, the more your crit damage disappears. It effectively becomes zero pretty quickly. Yeah, and AoE is just not a good idea. Because if you AoE, Fair. you just lost 90% and you crit three times. You just lost 90% of your crit damage for three turns. Yikes. Yeah, that would not be good. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Let's not do that. Um, so while Empire uh, Droid side unaligned force user allies droid side? or at certain health thresholds. Do what? You said droid side. Dark side. Yeah, you... I don't know where I said. I was like, I don't know why I said droid side. I want to join the droid side. Dark side. <laughs> Empire and dark side. Um, depending on the benefits that they have. While, alright, so there are three thresholds. While above 35% health during an enemy ally sorry during an enemy's attack they're immune to max health reduction and other damages based on max health while above 50% health they're immune to damage over time thermal detonators and while below 80% they cannot be critically hit so if you're at 50% health you have crit immunity and you're immune immune to expose death mark all that crap that's hard. that's just so it wouldn't actually be insane terrible for Royal Guard to sit at that seventy percent threshold for the, his health. That would be preferred. That would be like right in the sweet yep. spot. Crazy. One hundred percent. Yep. Pretty crazy. Uh devaluing the dreaded uh crit avoidance arrow. <laughs> that that guy. Got lots of those. Sadly. Yeah. Um, all right, moving along. This is the final ability. This is his unique ability. Final text of the Zeta. Lord Vader is immune to turn meter manipulation and his attacks cannot be evaded. At the start of battle, he loses all protection and gains that much max health. And dark side Yufu's gain uh, speed up and stealth for two turns. At the start of each of Lord Vader's turns, Enemies are inflicted with two dots for two turns, which cannot be resisted. And enemies are inflicted with, uh, sorry, enemies who are inflicted with damage over time cannot gain bonus turn meter. It just keeps getting nastier. That's crazy. That would be terribly (laughs) annoying. Fortunately, like Padme, Kenobi, there are some teams that don't rely on turn meter gain at all. Uh, so I'm glad they're leaving that in, but yes, very interesting. You almost that that AOE days almost doesn't matter, <laughs> except for the uh, assists, the assist part of it. The turn meter part doesn't matter for that AOE days because of this ability. It just matters for those correct uh, assist calls. It's crazy. Well. Maybe. Well, if they if they if they dispel themselves, they're going to dispel the days and the dots. So, gotcha. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Um. All right. Continuing at the uh, let's say at the start of each of Lord Vader's turns, enemies are inflicted with two damage over time effects for two turns, 
which cannot be resisted. Enemies with damage over time effects cannot gain bonus turn meter. Um, at the start of each of the other characters' turn, Lord Vader gains one stack of underestimated. That's on his unique ability. Uh, These one kick of being underestimated leads to this crisis. Um. <laughs> Of the first galactic. What are the what are the uh, things Slicker gets? Because this sounds a lot like the Slicker stacks. You gain them, they never uh, go away. Well, that's part of his siphon. siphon. That's what it's called. Yeah. So this underestimated is like siphon for Lord Vader. He can gain them. He gains one that's stack totally on the beginning of every character's tar- team. Doubles, so mm. he gets two if they're Galactic Republic. If they're Galactic Republic and Jedi. It looks like, can you get four? Because it's an and, not an or. I don't know. Mm, Interesting. It sounds like those could stack up real quick. I'm going to have to look it up. But you can get up, what, to 60? Um, so where what was that one ability? His uh, special two. 60 times two and a half, 120% plus another 30, 150% damage on that, AO, that AOE if he gets to the max stacks. It's nasty. I'm not sure if you did the math right on that. 60 times 2 plus another half, 150. 60 plus 60 is 120. 60 times 2 and a half. 60 divided by 2 is 30. So add 30 to 120 is 150. Right, yeah. Oh, is it 2 and a half? You got me questioning my entire existence there. I don't see the part you're talking about. It's in the the second special. No, I... So for each stack of underestimated, this ability deals two and a half percent more okay. damage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. nasty. I, that that's why I was looking for. That's why I was confused. Couldn't find. Gotcha. gotcha. Okay. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Out. Awesome. <laughs> um, all right. So his final final ability that we're going to talk about. He has the Galactic Legend unique. Obviously, you know what that is at this point. Hopefully, uh, unique is Twisted Prophecy, aka murdering children. Uh, final text with Zeta. Lord Vader's immune term mirror manipulation and his tax cannot be evaded. As Star of Turns, he loses all protection and gains that much max health. And Dark Side Yufu's uh, gain speed up and stealth for two turns. At the start of each of Lord Vader's turns, enemies are inflicted with two damage over time effects for two turns, which cannot be resisted. Enemies with damage over time effects cannot gain bonus turn meter. So what do you think? That unique is amazing to me. And that, that once we finally talk about yes. underestimated, it kind of ties everything together for me. The funny part to me is that he should always have underestimated, right? Uh, un- he won't have underestimated on his first turn. And more than likely, he'll be the first character going. But other than that, he should right. immediately get underestimated. And as far as I can tell, unless underestimated can be dispelled... He should always have it and get those bonus effects on all those other abilities. So the only right. time that so basically every ability has a bonus um, for every turn, but yeah, the first one. I like it. Unless if he's the first person to go in the battle, otherwise he'll always have those bonus effects. Kind of crazy. Right. Right. Yep. I like it. It's going to be pretty gnarly. I, um, I hate it for one reason because I, now I, I really want him. 
This kit is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to play with it more to understand it. It does seem like a fairly straightforward kit. It doesn't seem too convoluted. It's kind of like Kenobi or Slicker, in which it's hard to just wrap your mind around what's happening. Not too worried about that with this kit. It's lengthy, but I, I don't think it's too bad, honestly. Um, I like it. Can't wait to get the guy. Gonna be a while though. Gonna be a very long. I think while. one of the biggest things for me with um, new Galactic Legend kits and Galactic Legends coming out is what what are you gonna have to take from to build the team around him, and is it going to cripple another team? Is the team going to go from an A tier team to a B tier because they are missing the character you needed to put in this team? Maybe. I, I mean, I don't know that that's going to happen, but I mean, like, that's what I always wonder. Well, like, what's going to be emerge as the team to go with Lord Vader? And is it going to make another really good team you had subpar from what it was? You know what I mean? It's it's just interesting because, for example, Jedi, uh, Jedi Master Luke Skywalker, at least in Arena, the best team you can put with him involves two characters that are really good on other teams like Gas and Jedi Master or Jedi Knight Luke Skywalker. That's true. So I'm just curious what the team is going to be. He has some synergy with characters that are generally not used, and it sounds like he's ridiculous enough. It ain't going to matter. Well, eventually, if you can unlock Maul, right? And let's say Royal Guard is meta with him. That's two that are not pulled from other teams. So you only really have two others to worry about in that case, which doesn't seem too bad. That's true. Yeah. Oh, totally fair. Very interesting. Really, well, like really it. cool kit. Pretty solid kit. Sure. Very interested to see where yep, that goes. I agree. So, awesome. Oh, yeah. Well, sir, do you have anything else to talk about or mention or anything? No, man. Those are the big things. Uh, I think next week, next week we will cover our review of the Conquest. Um, give you our final final thoughts as this one wraps up like i said i'm reserving most of my judgment until the very end because i kind of want to see what happens there and we'll go from there but i agree exciting yeah it'll be fun we'll see where things go as conquest 7 ends um it'll be interesting to see once we get start getting some lord vaders in the wild obviously they won't have maul to start because how many Conquests. Thank God. How many conquests did it take for people to unlock Cat? Three. Three. Yeah, so we got another two months before yep. even Maul starts showing up in uh, Territory Wars, GACs, and uh, and uh, Arena. So Everything else. Yeah. Be interesting. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um... I think the only other thing that I, I I really have anything to say is, um, dude, it's been twenty years. Twenty years. Does it seem like? Yeah. Well, it's it's eleven forty two. We're twenty minutes away from September eleventh. Oh. Does it seem like it's been twenty years? My beard would say it has. Um, as far as my mind goes. Fair. No, not at all. I can literally Yeah. I can literally crazy. remember every single moment of that morning. Like with 
vivid, vivid memory. I remember waking up because at that point I still worked as a car radio installer at the same place as my dad in central Phoenix going from Gilbert. So I would always wake up early. We would turn on the news, eat breakfast. We watched the news. I remember not sitting, couldn't sit. I was just pacing around the room watching the news. Finally had to leave to go to work. Left for work, listening to the radio the entire way to work. I remember which way we went, how much the traffic was. I remember getting to work, punching my time card, and standing in the lobby where customers usually sat, not getting any work done for at least three hours while everyone huddled around a television all morning. Like, I can remember everything about it. I I remember being in school, and we had it on... Uh, the TVs and just kind of watching everything that was going on and uh, yeah it was freaking wild absolutely wild it was... and of course a lot of people lost their lives sadly and um, you know all the rescue workers that you know did everything they did that i mean that was a hell of a tragedy i i live in oklahoma city you know so um i obviously lived here when the bombing here happened back in i believe it was 96 Mm -hmm. uh april 19th 96 and it is it's one of those things that the like it changes the community like crazy it is freaking wild um and obviously so because i mean it's an insanely rare event that never happens it's a black swan and you know those things really do change the way everything works and you know a lot of people risk their lives going to help those people and all that stuff so um shout out to everybody who who did that if you're listening you know if you if you were there or know someone that was there you know just if you know someone that was there um and you know rescue workers in general uh it's crazy that it's been a 20-year deal and god it just does not seem like it it is you know it's it's by far the most uh defining event of our lifetimes and it was 20 years ago it's just i don't know it's why tell you what tomorrow is the 15-year anniversary of the day I went to boot camp. No, no I left for boot camp on September 11th, 2006. Is that related? It was not related to, it was all timing. It was just a timing thing, but I will never forget the day I gotcha. left for boot camp because it was the five year anniversary of September 11th. Um, so st- Slightly off the rails. Uh, Malcolm Gladwell, who does the Revisionist History podcast, writer, also great writer. I think I've recommended his books before on this podcast. Um, he has a podcast episode where he kind of talks about like memory and special events and like big events like that and stuff. Hmm. Fascinating. Yeah, that, that, that really. I think I'm pretty sure it was a podcast episode and not a chapter in his book, but either way, he he talks about this and it's actually really fascinating. And 9/11 is one of the examples that he uses of somebody, and it's it's really interesting. I'll just say that. I don't think there's anything more fascinating to me than the human mind and the way it works. 
Oh, there are way more things. Than <laughs> I well, okay, but I'm just saying, up there on the list is definitely that. If I weren't doing the job that I do, yeah. I would probably be very similar to my wife, who works in therapy, because I find the way people think uh, uh-uh. very fascinating. I find it drives me crazy because they're irrational as hell. Every human is irrational. That includes me. <laughs> Every human. And yes, trying yes, to figure absolutely. out why that is and let me is tell a mystery you. that will haunt my mind for my entire life, including my own. Why That's am I true. a hothead? I don't that, know, and I wish I knew, but it's something that I will, could never figure out. Your perspective on all this really changes when you get married, though. <laughs> A lot of things change, for sure. Just saying. So. Well, that, that that's obviously true. Oh, hey, I have an idea. I I have not talked to you about this. I was going to message it to you. And so I'm just going to ask you right here. I have an idea for a blue giveaway in October. Okay. I think we should do a deal that whoever can get closest on date and time of Baby Wink Arrival gets a blue prize. Dude, I like that. The pool? Baby pool? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Let's do it. Maybe we'll have set up a Discord channel or something and announce something official next week about it, but I think that would be be fun. Sounds good to me, my friend. I want to see how close people can get. (laughs) Awesome. I already got my number well, locked. I don't uh, have a date, I, but I have a time already locked into my head. And mostly because all, all of right, my kids awesome. were born right around that time. So, <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, um, Vazi Bear asks, able to change? Uh, not sure. We'll see. It may be like you submit your answer and that's it. Like you submit it and you're locked in. We'll figure it out. Depending we'll on where it. you submit we'll, it, you we'll, can we'll delete something it next week. <laughs> yeah, we'll figure. We'll have to figure out. We'll have to figure out some details on this. Yeah. But yeah, we'll figure it out. It'll be fun. Sounds good, um, man. So yeah. Uh, anything else? Uh, just the last little bit that we always do before the end of a show. If you are interested in talking with our awesome chat community, our awesome Discord community, go ahead and hit up discord.me slash shattered. That's where you can find most of the talk of this podcast, your hosts and your listeners all in one place. We have a, I say it all the time. We always say it. We have an amazing community around this podcast, which is exactly why it is. We are best. here every Friday because of you guys. So we yep. appreciate you guys and uh, love talking to you when we are not super freaking busy like this week has been. But uh, discord.me slash shattered order. Yeah. Also, if you've never caught a live show, if you want to know when those are, you can be on that discord. Or if you go to twitch.tv slash shattered order and you sub not sub if you follow our channel if you have the app on your phone it will give send you a notification that says hey the shatters shattered orders live uh you can come check us out whenever you get that notification and we would love to have more and more of you guys here contributing to conversation because we always get distracted by the great additions to the conversation that our uh, chat adds 
to the show. So thank you to all of you. If you want to support our show, you can go to patreon.com slash shattered order. A lot of different options there as far as payments go, starting at a dollar. No matter what you want to do to support the show, all of it is appreciated. We appreciate all of our Patreons in a way that we will do a QA. We were going to do it tonight, but I forgot to post the QA uh, notifications, so we're going to have to push it. Do we want to do that next week? And we will go ahead and get that put in and for sure do it next yes. week? Yes, so let's let's plan on a d- Patreon okay. uh, QA next week, and we will... Uh, if you are a pa- not a Patreon now and you want to get in on it, you will be eligible to ask questions, do whatever you want with that next week. Uh, the other way to support us is bonfire.com slash store slash shattered order. I, I, I cannot tell you the amount of people yeah. that have told me how long their shirts have lasted without fading in the wash and never shrunk. They're they amazing. are great shirts. Nope. The designs are awesome, if I say so myself, since I did them. Uh, but they're really great shirts. So if you want to check those out, check those out. And then finally, you can go to crew.bluemike.com slash SOPod. If any of the great blue microphone products interest you, that will let them know that we sent you and show them that uh, we are telling you how much we appreciate them and that you are paying it forward uh, when you buy your blue products. So there you go. Indeed. Thanks, everybody, for being here for episode 261. Thanks for everybody that voted on the poll for the fantasy draft. That was a lot of fun last week, a lot of fun seeing what you guys thought. This week, I honestly thought I was going to win uh, one Man, of the two, two, the 10-man draft teams, but uh, I didn't even win one. Wink got both the yeah. one and number two, so there you go. A lot of fun, though. Thanks for voting on that poll. I really enjoyed that. Wink, you got anything else you want to tell the people before we go? No, sir, I do not. Um, Catch us next week. Be here or be square. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out. We will catch you next week for episode 262, 62% of the way to episode 300. We are on the march. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We will catch you next week. Later.